This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode six of The Real Word. I'm glad you remembered what number. Yeah. That's well, good. I, I can count. I want to amend episode five a little bit. We got to talk about it. Is that okay? Yeah, you were like super pumped about I'm 18. Still, I'm still pumped, by the way. And then you were like... Psh, the, no, I'm still psh. super pumped. I'm still super bullish despite uh, anything like this, you know, this politics. If there's something geopolitical, I guess that... Um, well, you did mention that. It. Right, I you mentioned that. You did say that. that. So but you, I, you, I want to amend it yourself. further because I was... And I'm not going to take any sides in politics. In fact, I, I don't... I don't take any sides. I don't I don't touch that. No shit. way. So we're staying away from that part of the discussion. I see in like the Inman comments there's a lot of political commentary around this topic. We're not going there with this at all. I just want to amend oh, a I little even bit know how to go there. My passion for the the uh, the tax cut. I think the tax cut overall is going to help the economy. But when I saw what came out after the episode mm -hmm. dropped and part of this tax plan that is being proposed, mm -hmm. it would have a, in my opinion, negative impact mm -hmm. on residential single family real estate mm -hmm. in this country. And really for, you know, maybe the West Coast and, and where we are in the Northeast specifically, because we're talking about homes over $500,000. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so essentially, what I'd like to amend is oh we're amending we're doing like the buyer like the Byron plan this is this is the well I'm not I don't have a plan no well maybe we should oh so you're amending what you were gonna say I'm, I'm amending what I said last week that this would help the residential market this does not help this new information well so can we maybe give them like a brief can we know are we just gonna ex yeah. assume no, no, no. that they know what we're no, talking about I'll go over it so basically um, this plan would limit the mortgage interest deduction to new and existing loans uh, of 500,000 and under, down from 1 million. So it would also cap property tax deductions at 10,000. Essentially, I think overall, this plan most likely, and I haven't read the entire plan. Have you read? I have not. No. I'm 100% headline Tonight, reading. I promise I will. But a married couple being able to um, deduct 24,000 non-itemized like that probably helps a lot of families but it, it probably not having the the uh, tax deduction on the home probably doesn't entice them to go out and buy real estate no but now that I'm sitting here sort of going through numbers maybe a married couple now having the double then maybe frees up a little bit more cash I don't know I don't mm. It's a hard one. I mean, I mean, like Pete Kostakis, who did the final word. Yeah. And I, I it kind of spurred this discussion. Maybe they he, would, though. Maybe they have a little bit more money. Maybe they're like, woo-woo, now we're like double down, and now we can like buy well, a house. I, exactly. We yeah. don't exactly know what's going to happen, but Pete wrote, you know, basically, if you get a $24,000 deduction without itemizing as a married couple, uh, why would you get a home? That's, I think, if you already don't have one. Now you're you're talking about someone who's renting. Um, they're going to now get this newfound deduction. But to your point, maybe a renter gets this newfound deduction, says, the heck with renting. Right. Now I want to go put that savings into a down payment. But we're just talking about properties over $500,000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I bought my first home at $300,000. So like that would, be, that would be sweet, right? Now I double down because I have like a husband and I don't know. It's, so there is a great article on Inman if you want to dig a little bit deeper and uh, 
Jotham Cedarstorm. Oh, every week we Holy get, moly. We get into last that's week. That's probably totally I'm wrong. sorry. Last week we hiccuped over friggin' Gill. That, that's so. a staff writer. Trump tax plan unveiled wealthy homeowners to pay more. Actually, it was it was it was unveiled. Unveiled. What I, I mean, I, I told you guys, if you're gonna listen to the real word, just deal with the fact that Byron Lazine can't speak literally. Mm. Lit literally. <laughs> literally, I cannot speak. I think you lost all your literally. mojo last week on asterisk. Oh, dude, I nailed it, though. Nailed it. I nailed it. Totally nailed asterisk. Um, so, yeah, I think I want to amend that a little bit. Yes, if we're looking at are you um, going to buy that house over 500000 because of the tax pick? Probably not. Keep it, in mind, though, singles are getting singles are getting some more, too, right? Head of household. Yeah. I mean, there's some, the singles are, are doubling. I mean, everyone's doubling down. So let's not just talk about married couples. I, I mean, it could really be anybody. I mean, overall, we're looking at big companies getting the biggest tax break in this deal. More people are going to get potentially more money in their pocket. That can mean a lot of different things. It can mean short-term value for the economy going up and, and maybe, long, right? I'm not going to get into all that. I, I, I am still, one thing I will not amend is 2018 is going to be a great year. Great that year. could be at the detriment to 2020. Like we could see the world fall apart in two years. 2018 is going to be a great year. Dude, so if you're, now. if you're thinking about selling, do it, right? If you have an opportunity to stockpile on, do it. I just think 2018 for all of us in the real estate game is going to be very fruitful. We have a second topic this week. Wow, is that why, that's why we ran, rushed through this one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I just did a little quick amend of episode five. Go check that out. Um, but you presented a, shared an article with me. Yeah, we're gonna, we gonna we're gonna pull yeah. that one up. So on Realtor Magazine, they were talking about the Realtor Mag. The opiate crisis presents new threat to agents, um, and I think it's. Certainly... And I was just automatically thinking, geez, how many um, you know drug addict alcohol alcoholic agents do I know? I mean, is that where they were going? But that's not where that's they were going definitely... with this at all. Not at all where they were going, but I but I think it's super interesting <laughs> to. Um, it it was funny because I first read it, I was like, they they don't even it doesn't even make sense to me, it, but um, it obviously does. I mean, obviously, the further you read along, and these people are trying to get into these homes to yeah. steal drugs. Well, are you in this prescription are you, drugs? Do you fall into this that nearly thirty eight percent of real estate agents um, have admitted to fearing for their lives, basically, for their or their, not, lives. Not their lives, for their personal safety, personal safety on the job at some point. Um, are you in that 38%? It says close to 50% if you're a female have at one point feared for your safety in the line of duty. I don't, mm, I'm in the 38%. You are. So you've, yeah. you've, you've I, like, you've legitimately been in a situation or you, you made yourself believe that you were no, going to no, be no. in a bad I've situation. I've literally been, been in, in a situation you have. where I, started to fear for my safety really potentially. yeah so I, I think that i always go into situations like you know like hey honey like if you don't hear from me yeah. in 10 minutes like there's a problem so i enter situations if if um you know cautiously but i can't say that i've ever been in a situation where i'm like oh my goodness how do i get out of this situation no no, no. i mean i was confident i was going to get out of it it was a big piece of land yeah it was over 50 acres and um, I had a showing, somebody I had vetted out, and this is over a million dollar piece of property. And- the, came with like a knife, like eight. No, 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 eight, that person eight. came, so I knew that, saw the property. I had a call that morning on the same piece of property. I was in a rush, didn't do my due diligence on this person, said, hey, I'm showing it anyways, why don't you show up? So my vetted client left, mm -hmm. this individual shows up. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, you know, 
and I don't judge a book by their cover. We know a lot of people that drive beat up pickup trucks and are way more wealthy than our clients that are driving the Lex, right? Right. This individual, uh, if I was judging a book by the cover, I'm like, okay, doesn't have the money, doesn't mean anything. Right. Get out of the car, start asking the the questions. Hey, so tell me again, what would you do with the land? Uh, How would you finance this deal if you bought it? And you know, a couple red flags, first one being, oh, well, I just hit big on this penny stock. I've got about $50 million coming in and when that money comes in, then I'll be in position to buy, but I just want to make sure it's definitely coming in. It's like 27 days, like right. red, you know, flags are going off now at this point. Like, I, okay, this guy is total bullshit. Right. So what, that doesn't make me nervous. Like we deal with a lot of, no, I'm just, like I'm that. still kind of curious why I would even call in a piece of land. Like, let's get to the point here. Right. So yeah. now we're walking the land and I say, well, why don't we just come back? Right. When, when your stock money comes in the penny stock the, you know, right. you hit the lotto, let's do it then. No, 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 we're here, he says, and we were, we're standing right there. So I'm like, all right, let's go. So we're walking through and we're going through the woods. He's like, hey, come down to the pond with me. You know, you really got to, I'm like, we can see the pond from here. We can see it. There's water. There's, you know, it's all good. What did he want to do to you? He's like, come down. I, I really want you to walk down to the pond with me. I said, no, He's no, no. like throw you underwater? I've like- got a phone call right here. Like, I'm, I'm going to take this phone call right now and, uh, uh, you know, I'll, watch it. You can go down you can do yeah. your thing. He kept asking like four or five times, very oddly made me feel uncomfortable. So I did pick up a rock and it was no winter. I put it in my, <laughs> put it in my coat, like a legit rock. And I would have, I would have, you was know, brilliant. That was good. That was smart. Yeah. So it ended up happening. Like, see you later, dude. Like, no. And I, at that point I just, I was very being very abrupt, like, and kind of, he walked down, he came back. I, and I said, all right, this is over. Like once you get the money, like call me back and, and looked him up on Facebook. He looked like a total pedophile. And, and, you know, so I just, you know, that's when I started judging a book by the cover. But wow, I did at that one point have a little. I'm in the middle of the woods, yeah, by myself. Yeah, and he wants to get to like a lake or. And a he pond wants me to or... walk down to the lake with him, like, nah. Interesting. Um, he How never was... called me back, by the way. No, I no. I can't imagine. I mean, you had a rock in your pocket. But that's not where this article's going it's at not, all. But it, it totally it, detoured there. Right. But so what they're saying is somebody. I believe my intuition tells me that was a fake showing. That guy had some other motive. Don't know what it was. He was very odd. Luckily, you don't have very to sketchy. find out. Don't have to find out. Right. But what they're saying is there are people out there that are setting up fake showings, mm-hmm. so higher end homes, luxury mm-hmm. properties, so that they can get into the medicine, medicine cabinets. cabinet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, even when we do open houses, you know, I always tell my sellers or, you know, like move like your personals not even open houses just anytime you know like if there's anything that's like super valuable move it away um i mean obviously we probably should be reminding them of their prescription drugs um it's i mean it's a hard thing because you don't you don't ever really know who's suffering unfortunately you know i mean people like yeah uh, i mean can hide it pretty well i mean they're they're like you know teachers in the school system for instance that have a major drug problem that you would think are completely Absolutely. Uh, you know. Yeah. I, and I mean, I had a brother that had yeah. an addiction. He passed away, unfortunately. But I mean, it's 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 something that I'm used to. So I'm like super right. cognizant of it. I can I can sort of I can always tell sort of like the like the red flags of it just because I grew up um, in that environment. But I mean, I think it's definitely a really interesting and, and a, important huge, topic to yeah. have, especially if we're talking about homes and agents bringing in and, and then there was another one that got like tied up and it's a huge epidemic like in the sense that like flipping money like right. they're breaking into cars they're doing all sorts of things uh, the other day actually right down here um we live in like a little town 
a neighbor two doors down. I, I know that he was an alcoholic. And he actually just went right into someone's car and like stole like a blow up Santa. Like this woman had had like a blow up huh. Santa in the car. And to me, it was not of any value. But, but again, I mean, for, but if he can maybe return it to the store and get like yeah. $80, like oh, it was like, new. yes, it was, yeah. you know, it was just, it was like a crime of sort of, you know. Well, and I think more so with the fake showing thing, I, I, I don't, I haven't experienced that, but you know, you certainly vacant homes. Uh, I just had a vacant home that was broken into right before closing. Um, we don't live in a rough area, by the way, no. but uh, well, this one just happened. Somebody came in, um, stole a couple appliances, which is, and I don't think I'd be stealing appliances. Like, no, but again, but who pocket. knows? I mean, they're probably, maybe, maybe they, maybe they needed money, right? you know, money. I mean, that's the bottom line. And yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, even if we don't live in like a, I mean, we live in like a really sort of upper middle class town here and it's a huge epidemic here Absolutely. in our town. It's almost like if you're not connected to somebody that has this issue, like, you know, you're, you're probably, lucky. you're lucky, but you're probably not, your sphere is probably not too big. It's like, it's almost like everybody's been impacted by cancer. Everybody right. has now been impacted to some degree. Um, right. Well, and I think the biggest thing is because I remember growing up, like everybody was in like super denial of it. So I think it's awesome and really super important for people to continue to have conversations yeah. about it so that families don't have to feel sort of embarrassed by it or feel like it's just them. And yeah. but anyway, I, 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 I thought it was an interesting article. At first, I didn't really realize the correlation, but I mean, it's, it's I think something at, to think about. At the end of the day, it's another thing for agents to think about to uh, take caution. You're meeting new people every single day. Uh, have a plan in place if you get into an uncomfortable situation, whether it's you're fearing for your safety or you think you have somebody that's on drugs. Yeah, like, I mean, grab a just, rock and put it in your pocket. Grab a rock, dude. Like, I mean... that's my tip of the day right there. <laughs> grab a rock. Um, all right, we've got Kier Weimer set up for the final word. This is going to be the first final word where we don't comment on after. We're dude, just going to let him he roll. he didn't give us... First of all, anything to comment on. Kira, I've never met you before, but I love you. I listen to you every every morning at 5 a.m. Well, not every morning, but every week it's your turn. Yeah. Um, dude, you you really just, you you took it over. He took over our final, it's Kira's final word. When Kira gave me, uh, Kira and I have spent a lot of time together. I love you, brother. I don't think, I think she was lying when she said that. Wow. You know, you just like to get all of the final word people <laughs> against me. Even to Macy, still like, Nicole, like, do you still hate me? He still me? hates you? Well, I think he thinks that I hate him and like well, he's trying to like extend the olive branch. And I'm like, eh. So far, except for the very first final word, that was just a, a random agent that I didn't know, everybody I've known. Um, but Kier, uh, I've spent a lot of time with Kier. We've masterminded on, on many real estate topics in the past. We've met in Atlanta with Jeremy Katie, who's been on the final word and kind of went through our whole business plans right jeremy had you know a few pages i had the whiteboard and wrote it out for these guys right. like my style and then kier had literally a, like a prospectus like a like a 50 page detailed plan kier can take over it a little bit totally makes sense i mean the amount that he talked there i can yeah. only imagine the amount that he would write so well, we love you though kier i'm so glad that you gave us a final word but you left it you left us no time so i guess we'll we'll like leave it to kier to like we're gonna link kier up connect with him drop the final word also if you want to email us your final word byron at one com. brian it's it's byron at one and company, Nicole at one and company. You put our last names in last time, which is fine. So all of a sudden he's like, you had to, you had to start up email aliases. <laughs> so I set up the alias real quick. See if you did email. So that if you one do do Nicole week. White at one and company, it'll. It's all good. It, it'll still. It'll still. Way get to confuse there. him now. Yeah. It's all, or you whatever. Can just look. Put it in the know. comments. You can you can send us something through 
Instagram, Way wherever. Way to call him out. Like, well, you know, they, they can't see him, so no. he, he's fine. Brian's our video guy. Um, so definitely drop us a final word. It can just be, you know, you can take over like here. We prefer that you ask us a question yeah. uh, that we can engage on. Uh, really, really, I'm having but fun I'm doing But I'm proud of him. I mean, he's he, he, he's he been yeah. all over the country today and there's snow Oh, he was areas, in, uh, he was he's in Brooklyn. He's in New York. Wherever the heck he is. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, we Are you hear, having fun doing the show? We hear about it. Two loads of fun. <laughs> we still just need to figure out the, the temperature, the temperature situation it's, in here. It's so hot in this office. So check out Keir Weimer's Final word. Send us a final word uh, if you if you want to. If you don't want to, you just push like dislike yeah, on this YouTube video. Yeah, or they video, can give us some comments on like our topics. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about the tax plan? Absolutely. Have you run into any you know crazy peeps situations? Yeah, like we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, stay safe. Uh, love your comments and your feedback. We'll see you guys next time. Good morning, everybody. The real word. This is Keir Weimer from Colorado Springs. Hey, Byron. Hey, Nicole. Wanted to come to you here for a moment and share a couple things as to why I'm standing out here in the cold in a t-shirt when it's 27 degrees in Colorado. There's snow on the ground, as you can see. Was not quite prepared for this. Winter is on the way. Are we ready to live and be in winter? So I got in really late last night from New York. I was at the Tom Ferry by Design Conference for two days, which was phenomenal. I'm out here now again at 3 a.m. I'm on three or four hours of sleep was up for the 5 a.m. call, and I don't say all this to brag, I say this because it's a sign of commitment, right? You know, things are important to me, I don't sacrifice no matter what. Now, I'm here today to share a message with you that really kind of is based in pursuing what is important to us at our core, meaning our personal passion project, our duty, our why, our mission, our vision, our higher calling, whatever it is, I know that we all have and want to do more than just build really successful real estate businesses. So for me, that has actually come in the form of reaching and inspiring people on a much larger scale through my story, through speaking, through writing, through coaching, through helping others really identify the inherent power that they have within and then breaking through any limiting beliefs or you know, challenges or hurdles. The many things that we encounter through life on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis. So I'm out here going to be presenting in front of hundreds of strangers at an Advance Your Reach speaking convention, working on my personal story, my message, helping to refine that craft, that story, to reach more people, to help more people ultimately, to find more audiences, and to really take this higher calling, this higher duty of mine to a new level. So I'm really excited to be out here that's my message, which is find your passion, find your higher calling, find what it is that really drives you. And I know for most of us, it's not just being super successful business people, men and women, real estate team members, owners, etc. That's important. That creates a platform and a lifestyle and a way in which we can then do other things. So really take some time to get back to the basics, to think about what it is that you've wanted to do, book that convention, you know, book that trip. You know, go see that friend you haven't seen in a while. You know, make that tough phone call. Whatever it is, take some time and make sure you do it. Hopefully that resonated with a few of you guys. Hope you're having an awesome, awesome start to this Wednesday here. I'm quite cold, so I'm going to go in and change. And, uh, yeah, have an awesome day and rest of the week. Bye, guys.